Welcome to the Breezy Babies Podcast, where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 46, Shifts in Milk Supply. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hey, 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 how are you doing? I had an unexpected last minute getaway this last weekend. I mean, it wasn't totally unexpected, but two weeks ago it was unexpected. (laughs) Um, I live in northern Utah and here it's very mountainous. We have four very distinct seasons. It gets really cold in the winter and really hot in the summer. And um, one crazy thing is that if you drive just a few hours south to the bottom of Utah, there is a little town called St. George. And you're from, if you're from Utah, you're for sure familiar with St. George. And even though it's just a few hours away, you go there and it is red rocks and heat. (laughs) It's always warm there. I mean, sometimes it gets a little cool, but compared to northern Utah, it really does not get that cold. And in the summer, it gets really, really hot. So anytime that we're kind of wanting a little getaway here in Utah, it's just so quick to go a few hours south and hang out. So went there with my kids and just took the weekend off. I really didn't work at all. It was really nice. I closed down my coaching calls um, and just enjoyed the weekend. And I hope that as you're listening to this today, you can think of one way, just one tiny way that you today can take some time for yourself. And I know you probably can't just take off last minute for a little trip. (laughs) I haven't always been able to do that in my life. Just so happens that I have a little bit more flexibility in my life than I've ever had before. Um, But even if it's just something small for yourself, like going and getting your favorite drink or taking a long, warm bubble bath after your kids are in bed, whatever it is, just take a little bit of time for yourself where you can have a mental break, where you're not constantly thinking about all the things you need to do around your house, for your kids, in your business, whatever it is. It's just so important to take that time. So now here I am back in the office, ready to get going for another week. I was live in a Facebook group this morning um, for a company called Bojen. They make cushions for pumping. Later this week, I have my mother love workshop coming up. So I'm getting ready for that live workshop on Zoom. It's going to be so fun. And at the time of this recording, I still have about 10 tickets left for the free mother love nipple cream. 
And if you buy past those first 10 spots, you still get $10 off the Mother Love website. Everyone will get that for sure, but only the next 10 tickets will get the free Mother Love nipple cream. It's going to be so fun. Honestly, you will leave with more free product than you even paid to come to the workshop. I'm going to talk to you about all the breastfeeding topics that no one ever talks about and leave tons of time open for a Q&A. So you know what? I would love to have you there to answer your breastfeeding questions, especially if you just have a few questions and don't necessarily need a full on consultation with an IBCLC. This is a really, really affordable way to get all your questions answered. You can just go to breezybabies.com, grab a ticket. You can always just send me a DM on Instagram. I'm happy to send you the link as well. And I hope to see you there Thursday, May 6th at 12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. It's going to be so much fun. All right. Okay. This topic has been coming up so much lately that I thought I better do a podcast episode on this. And it came together so quick and so easy because this is a topic that a lot, a lot, a lot of families wonder about and stress about. And that is when you have a shift in your milk supply, why can that happen? (laughs) When does that happen? And most importantly, what can you do to get through that time? So we're going to be talking about all of that today. Because sometimes you're just going along and you're thinking, oh yeah, I have this breastfeeding thing all figured out and um, everything's going smooth. And then all of a sudden you catch a cold and your supply goes in the hole (laughs) and you're like, oh no, my, my breastfeeding journey is over. Like, what am I going to do? My milk is gone. Um, you're not the only one who has thought that before. (laughs) So hang in there. I'm going to be talking about all the things with you today and make sure that you're feeling totally good and totally confident when those dips in supply come up because they will come up. They come up for everyone and how you handle it and how you get through it totally depends on if you will still meet your breastfeeding goals at the end of it, because I want you to meet your goals. I don't like hearing when families wean early just because of some misinformation or lack of education. You know, if it is your time to wean and you're done, then that's great. I'm happy to help you through the weaning process, but I don't want you to wean before you're ready. So these tips are really going to help you through so that you can still meet your goals. All right. So before I jump in to my top three tips on what to do when you have shifts in your breast milk supply, let me give you some examples of when this commonly happens for lactating people. The first example that popped into my mind was mastitis. Okay. This is when you have inflammation in your breast. You have milk that is stuck. It's not able to come out and your breast is not happy. Your supply can definitely take a toll. 
Another common example is when you first start your period, your cycle comes back. Um, another really, really common one is you get sick. It could be any kind of sick, a small cold or full on influenza, <laughs> whatever it is. Like if you get sick, your supply can take a hit. Some other examples I thought of are starting a new medication, getting a vaccination, starting a new stressful job. Honestly, the list goes on and on. These are just some really common ones that came to my mind when I was thinking back to all the messages that I get from all of you when you are panicking that your supply is gone. So here we go. Tip number one is don't panic. (laughs) Is that helpful? It's not very helpful, right? When someone just says, don't panic. (laughs) Doesn't that make you feel like, oh yeah, I'm still panicking. So let me explain a little bit more to kind of talk you through why this isn't the time to sound the alarms and throw in the towel and give up on your lactation goals. Because here's the thing. Your milk supply is not something that's 100% consistent anyway. Your supply constantly goes up and down throughout the day. And it even changes from day to day. When your baby is going through developmental milestones or growth spurts, your supply is always going a little up and a little down. Um, but here's the thing, even through those unexpected times when your supply really seems to take a hit, it's true that your supply can't just disappear overnight. It's not like your supply just says, oh, we're done and it's gone completely. Okay. So ask yourself this, how was my milk supply before this unexpected dip happened? Let's say Before you had mastitis, you were exclusively breastfeeding and you weren't having to supplement at all. You had enough breast milk to completely sustain your baby. Then guess what? You will get back to that. How? Well, just hold on. I'm going to talk about that in tip number two. So wait for that. But the important thing is that it can't just disappear overnight. Yes, it dips down, but it can come back up, especially if in those first few months you have already built a good foundation for breastfeeding. Even if you've already had a few good weeks of building a great foundation for your supply and telling your body how much milk you need, then it can't just disappear overnight. Okay, so we feeling good about that? (laughs) You notice the dip. Take a deep breath, right? In through your nose and out through your mouth and say, this is okay. We can work through this. Maybe we will need to supplement to get us through this hard time, but we can get through this hard time. It doesn't mean that everything is over. Okay. So there we go. Tip number one, don't panic. Tip number two let's talk about how to treat the problem. (laughs) Because here's the thing, before I dive in deep about how to get your supply back, it's really important to get to the bottom of it all, to get to the base problem. So here's a good example. If you had mastitis, 
did you clear up the infection? Because if you still have an infection going on, then we can't quite work on increasing your supply yet. First, we have to clear up the infection. So are you doing a good job at moving the milk through? Are you doing frequent feeds or pumping frequently? Mastitis happens because milk is standing still. Did you know that it usually starts because of a clogged duct that goes unnoticed and is not taken care of? That milk is standing still and milk is not meant to stand still in your breast. It is meant to move through and your body will replace it with new milk. So if it's hanging out for a long time, it can start um, to cause inflammation and it can get infected. So if you do have mastitis, you don't want to just leave your breast alone and not remove milk at all. You maybe even need to talk with your healthcare provider about getting an antibiotic on hand. Um, there are different treatments for mastitis. So I would always suggest working with an IBCLC and your healthcare provider as you're going through that. That's not something to just go through all on your own. But again, you need to get to the base of the problem. You need to clear up the infection. You need to get that milk moving and clear it out. Another example is, do you have a huge oversupply? Are you making so much breast milk that it is just impossible for you to even pump or feed your baby frequently enough to keep the milk moving? If that's true, then again, you need to get to the base of the problem. We need to talk about oversupply. We need to work together and work to normalize your supply. When I talk with families who have an oversupply of breast milk. A lot of times when I see decrease your milk supply, they kind of panic. <laughs> they say, oh, no, 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 I don't want my milk to go away. And so <laughs> I've learned to say, normalize your milk supply, because guess what? Having too much milk, it can cause problems. It can cause a lot of problems, such as clogged ducts and leading to mastitis. And then your supplier really takes a hit then that we have to work back from. So that is something to think about. Where is your supply in the first place? Could your bra be too tight? Are you wearing a tight backpack? Again, these are all good things that your IBCLC can help talk through and make sure that you're taking care of the base problem so that it doesn't just happen again in a week or two, or in a month, <laughs> you're dealing with mastitis again. That's not, by the way, just a normal part of breastfeeding. If you're having recurrent mastitis, please, please, please work with an IBCLC. We can help point you in the right direction as you have conversations with your healthcare provider, because getting constant mastitis is not fun. <laughs> and it is not just a normal part of breastfeeding. Now, this may come as a surprise to you. I have breastfed three babies for three years combined. Never have I had mastitis once. So yes, it is possible to breastfeed and not get mastitis. Of course, sometimes there's things that we need to take a deeper dive into and figure out what's going on. 
but please, please, please don't just deal with mastitis and think that that is just a normal part of breastfeeding. Okay. Another example is let's say that your milk supply takes a serious hit every time you start your period. So again, treat the problem. Tip number two, right? Treat the problem. So if you're noticing this every single month, your supply takes a hit, it could be a really smart idea to talk with your IBCLC about a calcium and magnesium supplement. Another example, let's say that you start a new medication and your supply tanks. Maybe it's even a birth control. (laughs) That's one that I see pretty frequently, believe it or not. Then we might want to talk about some alternatives to that medication because most of the time there's not just one medication that you can take for whatever reason you're taking it. Most of the time, there are multiple options. For example, when it comes to birth control, there's not just one birth control that's one size fit all. If you're noticing that your supply is decreasing with your birth control, there are different options. (laughs) And of course, your healthcare provider can help talk you through some different options because again, if your goal is to provide breast milk for your baby, then that's an important goal for you. And it doesn't mean, oh, you just have to take this medication and there's nothing you can do about it. There are almost always options. There is a different medication that you can take. Sometimes you can try more of a natural alternative. If something like a decongestant is tanking your milk supply, but you're still feeling really congested. One thing that I like to do is um, boil some water on the stovetop. And once it's nice and warm, I will throw a towel over my head, put in a couple drops of tea tree essential oil and breathe that in to help clear out my nose. I also will take um, a little nasal rinse that I have. I have some little salt packets that have come with that and I will rinse it out with my nasal rinse. So again, you might be listening thinking like, oh, those those other techniques, I don't like those natural techniques. That doesn't work for me. (laughs) That's totally fine. Oh, the only point I'm trying to make here is that you have options. Again, I'm not saying, oh, well, if you're congested, you just have to deal with it. (laughs) There's nothing you can do. You shouldn't take any medication because it will decrease your supply. So just deal with it. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying that you have options, girl. So please don't just put up with congestion and don't just put up with your supply tanking. You have options. And of course, if you don't know what your options are, work with an IBCLC like me. We can totally help walk you through. Okay. The final tip. This is the most important one. And that is remove more milk to make more milk. This is the big one. Okay. This is the most important thing second to after you treat the base problem on how to get your supply back up. You have to remove more milk in order to tell your body to make more milk. Now, there is no magic milk boosting galactagogue supplement that I can tell you about. 
Um, if I had that magic supplement that gave everyone plenty of breast milk, I would be a billionaire. <laughs> but the thing is that one supplement can work really well for one mom and then it actually could be detrimental to another mom's milk supply. So there is no one size fits all. There's nothing I can say, oh, eat this one food and your supply will increase or take this one supplement and your supply will increase. Of course, those other things have their place. They can be really helpful. You're going to get on a mommy Facebook forum and there's going to be someone who swears up and down that every time that they eat oatmeal for breakfast, their supply is just bountiful. (laughs) And I totally believe them. And I am do not question that that helps their supply in any way. I'm sure that it does. But does that work for every single mom? Should I tell every single mom that they have to eat oatmeal for breakfast every single day to have a good supply? No, that is simply not the truth. So if you find something like that, a food or a supplement that does help boost your supply, go for it, girl. I am all for it. But the one thing that I know that works for every single lactating person on planet earth right now is if you remove more milk, you will make more milk. That is simply how our bodies are designed to work and how they are designed to make more breast milk. Now you might be saying, what do you mean by removing milk? I mean, letting your baby breastfeed, just like having unrestricted access to your breasts. So again, let's go back to our mastitis example. A great way to recover from mastitis once you've worked with your healthcare provider and made sure that you cleared the infection is take your baby to bed, get some good rest, stay hydrated, eat good food, and give your baby unrestricted access to that infected breast and let them do all the work for you to help clear out that milk, remove milk. And that will also tell your body, okay, woo, here we go. Let's boost up the supply here. Let's keep things going. So babies do a great, great job at removing milk and telling your body to make more milk. Now, if you're listening to this, and you are exclusively pumping, or maybe you are separated from your baby for any reason, and you're not able to give your baby unrestricted access to your breast, then you can let a breast pump do the work for you. You could do some power pumping. You could um, just pump frequently to remove as much milk as possible, trigger multiple letdowns. That's a great way to tell your body to make more milk. Again, you might be thinking, oh no, I'm in this crazy situation. I don't have my baby with me. I don't have a pump with me. Girl, hand expression is your answer. If you don't know how to hand express, you get your little booty over to my Instagram. Watch my highlight bubble called hand expression. That is a complete basic, a must know knowledge for every single breastfeeding mom is how to hand express. If you hand express, you could just remove the milk. Even if you're not in a position where you could save it, you could hand express straight into a sink in the bathroom. Just get that milk moving, remove more milk, and your body will make more milk. So there you have it. Pretty simple, right? Let's review those top tips 
for what to do when you have shifts, shifts in your milk supply. Number one was don't panic. <laughs> number two was treat the problem. And number three was remove more milk to make more milk. Listen, you've been awesome. I hope to see you in my upcoming mother love workshop. It's going to be such a great time. I can see your beautiful face. And even if you don't want to be on camera, I don't have to see your face. You can just um, hop on and just listen in and type your questions in the chat box. Either way, it's going to be so fun. We're going to learn so much together. You're going to get some free products. So it's just going to be a win-win all around. Listen, you are strong. You are smart. You are beautiful. You are a good friend to all. Have an amazing day, friend, and we'll see you next week.